We're here in the 9 o'clock room with Ray Ray McLeod. Ray Ray um, had a tremendous year, man. How, how you feeling right now? Feel great, feel healthy, happy, blessed. Uh, going to postseason, not everybody here. So, gotta take it with us for. Yeah. Take it for granted. How fun is the playoffs for a player? It's very fun, but it's a bittersweet because you know what it comes with. Uh, it's when to go home. It's not no next game, like regular season. You know, you got a game next week. Now it's time to uh, hone in every detail, execute, try to execute every play. And the next team will do the same thing, another side of the ball. And so you got to play as a team. Yeah. Give me an idea as a return man what you're thinking when the ball's in the air. Do you know what avenue you want to take? Is it about the picture that you see as soon as you catch it? Or do you have, do you got an idea, okay, this time I think I'm gonna fake it this way and I'm gonna take it up, I'm gonna go the, the wide side of the field. Do you have a game plan or is it total reaction in the moment? You have a game plan more so of a pre-snap of like, you read it like depending on the hash, up, go boundary, field boundary, how fast the is coming. And my eyes don't come back down. After that's a feeling thing and reacting. Uh, I mean, if we have a left or middle or right return, it's kind of like, Sometimes it'll be right return, but I can't get over there, and I just got to take it what it's for. Get right. left, get that middle, get a field, get north and south. But uh, a lot of times it's reacting because you don't know where people are coming from. You don't know if you're going to dive at your feet or stop and try to tackle you. Um, so, but at times on film, if you see something and you put in your head, like, I'm going to try to get to the sideline, I'm going to try to press that line and get vertical one time. You might try here and there, but again, it's going to come back to it. Reaction. That's a joke. You're going to do in the game. Let's talk about running from scrimmage. This team used to have Raheem Mostert. He could get to the edge at will. You had a run where you got to the edge. Pretty much, it looked like at will, and you turned the corner and and busted it. Um, what was that play? Can, can you tell us what that play was? And I would love to see you guys go back to that. How do you feel about running the football out of the backfield? I've been running back my whole life. Bring it. When I was in high school, I was best in Florida. You go look it up. And then, but, uh, Your natural is a running back. Yeah, I'm, 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 I went number 34 because I was a Peyton, Bo Jack, nice. Williams. Uh, that's why I wore 34. Uh, but I mean, that's my that's second nature. It's nothing. But uh, when the time comes, I get it again. Uh, okay, we got some questions from London. Okay, and these are these are not mine. Okay, just factor that in. Game day superstition. Do you have a game day superstition of any kind? Yeah, few of them. What's one you can share with us? Um, I definitely gotta listen to uh, fifty. Okay. 50 cent. A little music. Music. Uh, I mean, I, even if I'm in the mood, I just throw them on because I've been listening to them all year. Yeah, there you uh, go. What song? What song do you like? Many uh, and High All The Time. Okay. This is the, uh, what he's talking about. So, right, right, right. Uh, let me just song I'm listening to. Okay, that's, that's Honestly, good. It's really, um, I watch Alan Iverson before the game. I watch Alan Iverson. That's right. You watch your big Iverson guy. Your big yeah, Iverson guy. I watch it, yeah, before the game. It's not off of... I mean, I'm not, I'm not watching film, right, right. but just the just, excitement he brought to the game. Yeah, just yeah. Just being a spark, changing the game. Uh, and that's what I watch sometimes, just watching him, the excitement out there. All right, playoff memory. What's, when you, you think of the playoffs, you got a memory that sticks out to you? In the league? Yeah. 
just uh, anything. Could be your own playoff experience or it could be something you, you saw in the league. My last playoff game, we played the Chiefs. Uh, it didn't snow one time all year. And we, this is last year. We, we was at the Steelers. And we went home. And uh, we almost had to stay back at KC because we lost. Oh. And we had a snowstorm. And it snowed one time all year. Worst. The time, the time right when the season was over, we had a snowstorm. But you guys didn't have to spend the night? No, we didn't. But when we got back, uh, we sit on the cars, like sliding to the wall. Like, oh. you see, you drive home, you drive home and see cars stopping, and it's, so, it's just us, only us, because we got home late. And uh, it's like, damn, we boys beat our butt and send us home in a storm. <laughs> but that was the first time it snowed all year. All right, unsung hero on this football team. Who's the unsung hero? There's there's many, but who's one? Let me see unsung. Just they're not, you know, guys who don't necessarily get the headlines, but you guys know they're ballers. Greenlaw. Greenlaw? Uh, definitely Greenlaw. Okay. Is there, is there anybody on this team that is good at trash talking? Who's like a good trash talker in here? All the linebackers. All the linebackers? The whole group. Yeah, the whole group. <laughs> That's good. The whole uh, group. Best dressed teammate. Who's the best dressed guy in the room outside of, outside of the uniform, of course? Okay, okay. Outside of the uniform? Yeah. I can't include me. You can include you. Oh, me. Okay. No question. There you go. Who's the locker room DJ? Is there somebody who controls the music uh, in the locker room? Debo. 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 Best dancer on the team. Who's the best dancer on the team? I don't know who he's dancing like we ain't got no dancers. Okay, okay, that's, that's, that's fair. A that's a good thing. We 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 got some uh, we got some knuckleheads. We ain't got no dancers. All right, last one. Uh, Seattle, tell us what what do they look like on film? How t how difficult is it to beat a team in the division? You know, you got to beat them third time around. Is that make it more challenging the third time around? How, how do you see uh, it? It's definitely uh, playing a team a third time, being a team three times, being a team twice like that is tough. But being a team three times is even tougher. But that's the makeup of this team, toughness. Just that's I think that's. I think we put in that situation for a reason, you know. Uh, Seattle has our hand, we have their hand. Now it's about who's really better. Yeah. You know, and, uh, we go out there, play them, do any other game. It's uh, more detail, more, uh, know, what's, know what comes with it, and execute every play. Good luck Saturday, man. We're here in the Niner locker room with Jordan Willis, uh, former, uh, former K-State Wildcat, and uh, now with the 49ers. Niners tr made a trade, late round pick, brought you over, and Man, you're playing incredible football right now. Um, talk a little bit about about uh, jumping into the NFL out of K State. What's your experience been like? Um, so my my earlier experience was a little like just learning, you know, trying to learn what the league was about and stuff like that, and trying to find my fit. Um, I think it helped me out um, now that I'm here playing it with the 49ers to be like in a scheme that fits my style. Um, like it's a attack get off scheme, so it takes away a lot of the thinking that you have to do. Um, and processing and stuff like that with different other schemes. So I just found a home that fits me as far as the scheme and everything like that. Now, what are you weighing now these days? What are you playing at? Um, so right now I play at about like somewhere between 270 and 275. Um, I just kind of like matured into that weight. There's not really like a reason behind that. It's just kind of like the weight that I'm at right now. Yeah, you were, didn't you run like a four five three coming out of out of K State? I mean, you had a great forty time. I know coming in the draft. Yeah, uh, I was a little bit lighter then, but like I think I'm still around the same speed and explosion and stuff like that. So, 
but yeah. Talk to us about the group of DNs on this team, because I think it's like the teeth of the defense yourself. Bosa, Ebukam, Amenahieu, Drake. You guys got a number of guys there, and you can come at the, that team's in waves. Talk about the depth at that position, because, I mean, you got a lot of defensive tackles too, but, man, the end depth on this team is spectacular. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, obviously that's a way that they set up the roster. Um, but we're lucky to have guys that can, like, roll in and, like, continue up, like, the you know, not that somebody's replacing, like, a top player, but, like, to have guys that can roll in and continue to keep up where we have no, like, downfall when other people come into the game and stuff like that is huge. We had George Odom on the show the other day, and I asked him, give me a guy in this room that really impressed you early in camp when you first got here. And he's like, oh, man, you're not going to believe who, who I'm going to say. I'm going to say Jordan Willis, man. And he's like, he described this play where you hit some guy in, in camp, and he's like, Jordan's a monster, man. So uh, at least you got a fan in George Odom. He yeah. says you're a monster. It's very true. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I've just kind of like progressed and getting better, you know, as, as my time in the league, so to speak. And then, like I said, like getting into a scheme that fits me mm -hmm. is like very beneficial. What's your usage like? Talk to us about how Coach Eric uses you guys, because I, I try to watch in the binoculars and I see, you know, Charles will be inside a tackle and they'll go four D end alignment inside. Um, and then, you know, you'll be in for a series. I mean, do you know when the game starts, how um, the flow is going to go? We honestly don't like, I mean, because week to week is different. Like, we just know that at some point we're going to get in the game. Uh, for me, it could be like after the first two series, the first three series, it kind of just depends on like how the flow of everything goes. You just never know, so you're just kind of like, you know you're going to get in at some point, and you just got to be ready to go. Okay, we got a couple London questions for you. Here we go. They, they want to know your game day superstition. Do you have a game day superstition? Uh, I really, I have like a routine that I stay in. I try to like get in at the same time. Get, like if it's a home game, I try to get here around like, depending on the time of the game, around like, if it's a, like a one o'clock game, one twenty-five kickoff game, I try to get here around like, I said like 9.30, whatever it is. Get in here, you know, do the tubs and everything like that, go through my tub routine hot tub, cold tub, and then like I'll sit in my locker and like go through some, go through the play sheet, go through the film one more time, and then go out and do my warm-ups, kind of like my, I just try to keep the same. Routine. Same routine, same routine. Yeah. All right, playoff memory, I think we all know what this one's going to be, huh, last year. Tell us about that play again. Um, so, yeah, the, obviously the block punt was a huge one. For me, it was just like, uh, the biggest thing is just getting to the playoffs for the first time last year was huge for me. Because like previous years, I knew like I wasn't going to the playoffs. So, um, but yeah, the block punt was huge. That was just a pivotal moment where we needed a big play, and I happened to get the opportunity to make that play. Absolutely, unsung hero on the team. Um, as far as like, what's the question? Yeah, I mean that's what they asked us to ask you. Like, who who would you say is the unsung unsung hero on this team? And there's many. Uh, there's many. I I'll probably go with George. Um, like, I think on special teams, he has, like, 20 tackles okay. this year on special teams. George Odom. Yeah. There you like, go. How about, huge. how about Trash Talker? Who's the biggest Trash Talker in the room? Uh, we really don't have Trash Talkers, but, like, guys that are motivational, I would say, like, Fred Warner. Um, he's very motivational. And um, some of our linebackers. 
All right, cup three last ones. Best dressed guy in the room. Who's the best dressed teammate? I don't know if he's best dressed, but um, he dresses up as Charles Amenity. Okay, he's got. He, he, he looks got, good. He tries to How about the locker room DJ? You get a locker room DJ in here. There's not always uh, music going. Sometimes there's different guys like um, Dre Greenlaw, maybe. Um, but there's different guys that are playing music. Last one they got for us is best dancer on the team. Who's the best dancer on this team? I don't know if he's the best dancer, but I'll say Charles Amenahue. <laughs> he always tries to dance coming out of the tunnel, but I'll give it to Charles. Jordan, good talking to you, man. Good luck to you. The Niner locker room with Willie Sneed, Niner wide receiver, and, and you're a veteran, man, so you've been through uh, the playoff wars before. What's the difference between regular season tempo and playoff tempo? Uh, the stakes are a little higher. It's more exciting football. You know, um, a lot of teams aren't playing anymore, and all eyes are on you, so to speak. So, uh, you know, we get the first ticket on Saturday, and uh, I'm excited, man. It's just playoff football just brings a whole nother intensity to the game. If a rookie came up to you and said, Willie, you've been through it, I haven't, well, uh, give me some advice that helps me this week. What would you advise? Yeah, I would just tell him, you know, you got to prepare a little bit more, a little bit harder. Um, I try to treat all playoff games the same when it comes to preparation and just, you know, trying to stay focused and not make it too much of what it is, you know, because everybody on the outside is going to hype up the game and everything that comes around it. But internally, you just got to continue to grind and continue to keep that work ethic the same and, you know, just pick up your game a little bit, you know, because you know, everybody's playing for that championship now. Offense is cooking right now. You guys are scoring like 30, 35 a game. Uh, it, it, it changes the dynamic in the in the, in the, the entire game, offense, defense, special teams. Um, what's the key? What, what has been the difference in your mind? I think just controlling, you know, the clock, so to speak, and then just making explosive plays, you know, executing the offense like Kyle wants it. Everybody be on the same page and just making the plays when they come our way. Uh, we got a room full of playmakers. Uh, Brock's been controlling the game very well proud of him and uh, you know everybody's just playing in one accord we're playing complimentary football all the way around so that's what it takes to get to the Super Bowl and win it. Are you surprised by the way Brock's playing? Honestly? No. Yeah. Not really. I mean. Why not? Because he's a third round he's a seventh round pick and he's a you know last guy in the draft and um, I think he show, he's played this way since since minicamp so I'm kind of with you but He's not supposed to do this, right? I mean, how, how's he doing this? I think if Brock wasn't doing the week-to-week -week stuff before he got called up to that position, just when it comes to preparation and getting the extra reps after practice with um, Greasy and all the other coaches, you know, that stuff goes a long way. And, you know, I, I was... I got the opportunity to throw with him after practices and just work on that timing and everything and him just being able to put it there and just see the play and see it happen and get those extra reps out. That's what it takes to be a pro. Yeah. And that's what Brock is showing, that he could be a pro, he can make the plays. And now that he's got six, seven games under his belt, now he's just getting comfortable. Now he just has to continue just build on what he's already started. And uh, I mean, we've got a great team around him, so it makes his job a little bit easier. Yeah, put it there. You're talking about accuracy yeah. and timing. And his accuracy, timing, and touch are really, really good. Yeah, they're off the charts right now, I man. I just that's what I was surprised about when I first met him in training camp. You know, he's got a great ball, great release, and uh, you know, he was just young. You know, he's just learning the game, learning how to be a pro and play at this league. So, you know, I mean, all those reps that he's gotten after practice, and then just the time with everything with everybody else, I think it's just starting to get better and better. Young kid, but man, you can feel the fire, the competitive fire. The guy's a real competitor, huh? I hate to say it, man, but. I played with one of those type of guys in New Orleans. Yeah, and um, he's got that. He's got that. You know that moxie. About you would know. Kind of you would know. You because you played with Drew Brees. Yeah. So you know. All right, a couple London questions. These are kind of a little silly here. Okay. All right, game day superstition. Do you have one? <laughs> 
I got to get a routine in. Like, I come in like two, three hours before the game and I get my warm ups in. I got to go out before everybody else and get my routine, come back in and basically shut it down and get ready to go. That's okay. Routine. Playoff memory. Playoff story or memory that stands out to you? This is, this is a bad memory, but the Minnesota Miracle. Mm. I made a huge fourth down play. It was like probably less than a minute left. I made a fourth down play. Keep the drive going. We kick a field goal. Take the lead. And Safety then, took a bad angle. Yeah. Bad shot, man. That was that was. Got to play down and distance. Down and distance. Got to play in my mind for yeah, Oh man, that was a bad one. All right, uh, unsung hero on the team. There's a lot of good ones on this team. Who's who's somebody who's really good that we don't really realize? Just overall on the team. Yeah. Is there an unsung hero in here? Is there a guy that you think, man, this guy's really good? I think on defense, it's Greenlaw. Okay. You know, he's He brings that energy and that intensity that the defense is just feeds off of. Um, if I had to go offense, I would say J.J. and Ray Ray. They do an amazing job both in the run and just being in there ready to go whenever. And then special teams like Geo and Flan. Yeah. Those guys, man, those guys go. And that's what makes our special teams more intense every week. Yeah, our special teams is doing a trash talker. Is there a guy that's a good trash talker? It's not a big trash talking <laughs> team, but who, we don't get the sound on the field. You do. And at practice, who's good at Is there anybody that tra talks trash that makes you laugh? BA is a sneaky trash talker. Sneaky <laughs> you, trash talker. All right, all right. Best dressed guy in the room. Who's the best dressed teammate? Oh, man. Best dressed niner. I was about to say, that's that's a tough one, man. We got Trent, Debo, Ray Ray comes in every week, ready to go. Uh, I got to get to Ray Ray, man. Locker room DJ. Who's there a locker room DJ? Oh, that's Debo, man. Best D Debo, for sure? Okay, we got that a couple times. How about best dancer on the team? Best dancer on the team? I haven't seen my dance. I would say Pope. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Offensive line, man. That's rare. Hey, good luck to you, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you.